Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast, uh, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkam with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. And if this is the first time you're joining us, please do me a favor. Invite other people to join us. Share the broadcast. And if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, do so. If you're not following me on LinkedIn, I encourage you to do so as well. There is a lot of power in listening to information that has the potential of changing your life, to information that has the ability to uplift you, to bring hope, to bring encouragement. Today with tons of information, and it's going to take some amount of discernment for you to know which of the voices you are hearing that have the ability to help you move from point A to point B. I started this uh, series of broadcasts talking about uh, immigrant issues because I am an immigrant. I support immigration that is done right. And I understand that it's not just enough for you to show up. If you show up and you don't get help, you are going to fail. While many people think America is a land of opportunities and there is potential for you to uh, become wealthy, there are also a lot of pitfalls. I'm having this conversation right now after almost 20 years of living in the United States. I've made tons of mistakes, a lot of them. I've already talked about some of them. If you listen to the previous uh, episodes, you will hear about my own story. When I came here almost 20 years ago, I wish somebody had put together a roadmap like what I have here for you today. If you are an immigrant and you're listening to me, please. I mean, this book is just $8. It's quite uh, voluminous. It's not about $8. It's about trying to help. It costs time and resources to put something like this together. But when we're trying to figure out the price of the book, I focused on the fact that I want as many people as possible to lay hands on this resource. It's going to be a roadmap for you to keep consulting 
and uh, the over, overall purpose of this was to come out with 52 areas that I think if every immigrant can work on those 52 different areas, one area per day in a year. However, each area you're going to have to read other books that are talking about that area in addition to the synopsis that are presented here. At least you're going to be starting with a roadmap. You will know what you are supposed to know. The tragedy is that most people don't even know that they don't know what they are supposed to know. Can I say that again? If you didn't catch it, the tragedy is that many people don't know that they don't know what they are supposed to know. No wonder most of us are stuck. Most of us are not going anywhere. We feel in us that there is more. We should be achieving more, but it's as if we've been locked in a house and the keys have been thrown away. This is going to be an eye-opener to you. And if you already know all what I'm saying here and you are doing it, can you do me a favor? Mentor other people. The more all of us succeed, the better for all of us. We are sharing the same space. We need each other to be doing well because when the tide moves into the harbor, every ship, every boat, no matter the size, is also going to rise. Success has a way of being contagious, of being a blessing to everybody else. Deep discounting is available for this book for those who want to get more than one copy. It's a life-changing resource, and I strongly encourage you if you haven't secured a copy yet, to do that and do it for many other people. It's not just for uh, immigrants. If you're somebody who works with immigrants, if you're somebody who loves immigrants, if you're somebody who wants immigrants to succeed, I encourage you to grab as many copies as possible. If you are still wondering why we're having this conversation, I want you to know, as I've said each day, that it is okay to make mistakes, but it is foolish to repeat the mistakes other people have made. It's stupid to repeat the mistakes other people have already made. One way to avoid that is by reading, is by listening to the right information that will provide you the ways to escape from falling into the traps of others. That is part of the reason I put this resource together, to share my own mistakes with you. I'm going to be talking today about uh, buying a house. 
If I knew what I know now, I would have bought my first house way, 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 way before now. And maybe I would have bought a second one by now and a third one and a fourth and a fifth one. I don't want you to fall into the same trap that some of us fell into. You've moved into a new country. There is a lot for you to learn. And those you are learning from are going to depend, de determine how far and how fast you are going to go. The question is, why should you buy a house? What type of house should you buy? And when and where should you buy that house? I've heard that when it comes to real estate, it's location, 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 location. Unfortunately, many immigrants don't seem to hear this, or they hear it, they don't believe it, or they hear it, they don't accept it. I'm not a real estate expert. I'm not a real estate agent. I'm not trying to sell you anything here. I'm just providing information that you need to understand that sooner or later, you're going to have to make this decision of buying a house. And it's going to be one of the most costly item you ever buy. And you shouldn't approach it without thinking thoroughly about it and knowing that it's an, invest, it's, it's an economic uh, decision. If you allow emotions and pressure from people from the same ethnic group or the country that you came from to influence where you buy your house, you are going to regret it with time. I'm going to lay emphasis on that because the immigrants have this tendency of congr congregating in some particular area of town. One person buys a house somewhere, and the next thing you know, everybody else is moving towards that particular direction to buy a house. Don't do that. We have already talked about the need for you to continue being uncomfortable if you want to keep growing. You have it in you. You left your country of birth. You are here right now. It's an indication that you are a risk taker. It's an indication that you have what it takes to grow. And I don't want you to settle down for what is familiar, what is comfortable, what is predictable. When it comes to buying a house, you must understand that a house is more than a house. It's not just a place that is going to provide you shelter. You're going to be investing a lot of money in that property, and you want to position yourself in a place that that house equity is going to grow on that house over time. Before we get to you making that decision, if you're ready to buy a house or not, there are a few things that you need to know from the get-go. Your FICO score is going to determine 
how much interest you pay on the loan you take to buy a house. What you realize is that uh, from where you're coming from, you could start building a house and move into the house without completing it. Fortunately, in the United States, things are not done like that. The house has to be built to code. It has to be inspected, make sure the house is safe before the occupants can move in. And that is why most people do not buy their houses and pay cash. You, you're going to have to go to the bank and take a loan and buy the house. And for you to qualify to buy that house, you will need a stable source of income and a good credit score, which means that you need to manage your debt to income ratio. If you're earning money and spending it without thinking, it's going to impact you negatively in the long run. Remember, we've talked about sending remittances to your country of birth and why you have to do it in a wise way. If you missed that episode, please go listen to it. You need to think about these things. You need to position yourself to be able to do the right thing when the time comes. Most of us go in and, and get houses that uh, we cannot afford to pay for. Or maybe because we saw a friend moved into some particular house in a particular neighborhood and we also want something like that. You need to seek for professional advice when it comes to that. I included this aspect of buying a house in the book uh, because of two basic reasons. The first one being that you should not be scared or afraid to buy a house, especially when you get uh, when, when you've done your homework and you can afford to buy that house. It's good for you to know that it's possible to buy a house, that you can buy a house. That is something that I had to live here for a long time to start wrapping my mind, my mind around that. And because of that, it's, it, it, it delayed when that decision was made. The sooner you can buy a house, if you are having all what it takes to, the better because you're going to start building equity in that house. Uh, it's some, there are lots of advantages of owning a house. Uh, you have uh, tax, um, tax advantages. You have uh, the ability to build equity in the house. And um, you have to uh, understand that in so much as you have lots of advantages, there are also disadvantages of owning a house. Um, when you buy a house, if, if you lose your job and you want to move to another uh, location, um, it's not going to be as smooth as maybe if you're renting and you just park and leave. So you need to understand uh, some of the drawbacks. However, if you own a house, you buy it in the right place, you do, you do your homework, uh, the advantages will outweigh the disadvantages 
depending upon your circumstances. And that is why it will be good before you actually make that decision for you to talk with an expert. I was a student and, and I, I could have bought a house, but I didn't know what I know now uh, because of the information that I had. Uh, I thought for you to buy a house, you need to have this, um, uh, all, all my own parameters were not the right one. So I'm having this conversation because I think, the, the sooner I start thinking now, oh, it's possible for me to buy a house, uh, the better, so that uh, you'll be able to start planning towards um, making that uh, important decision. Uh, secondly, if you mess up your credit, if you are careless uh, with how you are living, it's going to impact you when the time comes for you to buy a house. And that is why I want that from the get-go, you should be thinking about how your actions will either facilitate or impede you when the time comes for you to buy a house. You need to start building your credit history. And, and that is something that has to do with how you manage credit. If you have a credit card, treat it as a debit card. In other words, you spend on the card, at the end of the month, you pay it off. Don't overstretch. Don't spend money you don't have. Don't get into debt that you cannot manage. Avoid living above your means. If you do that from the get-go and stay out of trouble, you're going to have a good credit score. Uh, I have uh, the different FICO scores in the book. If you get a copy, you will see what the ranges are. You can also Google it online you find what the FICO scores are. So if you come in day one and you know, oh, it's possible for me to own a house, I have to be careful the way I live, I have to build up a good credit history. A few years down the line, when you're about to buy that house, you'll be having good credit. It's going to impact the uh, interest that you pay on your loan. The last thing, the third one, and the most important, is that of not allowing people from your ethnic group or from your country of birth to influence you to buy a house where they've already bought their own house. Buying a house must be driven by economics. It's important. If you buy a house in a location that is crime infested, in a location that the price of real estate it's not appreciating. You're going to regret that decision 10, 15 years in the future. It's important for you to buy a house where you're having good schools in a neighborhood that is safe. Please don't ask me who is going to stay in those unsafe neighborhoods. Have you heard that you should choose your friends and don't let your friends choose you? In other words, it's your money. Will you, in your right mind, put uh, $2 million in a suitcase and hand it over to uh, somebody you know can steal that money from you? Will you do that? Uh, none of us is going to do that. So why will you want to uh, invest 
hundreds of thousands of dollars in a house and you just go buy it anyway just because um, you want to do a, 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 an act of charity. If you're into charity, it's a different, you approach it differently. It's your house and you should be wise about it. There's no point congregating with other immigrants in the same place because you want to feel comfortable. No, real estate is driven by location, location, location. Don't let anybody talk you into buying a house in a certain place because they are also living there. Think long-term. Will this house hold its value? Are the schools good? Is the house going to appreciate? Am I going to build equity on my house? It's very important for you to think about that. If you want to help the neighborhoods that have crime, the neighborhoods that are dilapidated, you should look for other ways to help. But if you are called to go there for, uh, to re, re, um, invigorate the area, it's a whole different discussion. But if you are looking for a place to stay with your family, uh, make sure you are very careful where you select to build or to buy that house. You can buy, you can buy land and build. All these are technical details that I don't have the expertise to advise you on. There are lots of real estate agents around. Reach out to them when the time comes for you to make that decision. However, what you can do now is to make sure you're building a good credit history, is to make sure that you are learning as much as you can about the city that you're living in, the good areas that have uh, 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 good schools and places where if you get a house, it's going to appreciate over time. Don't be part of the problem. Don't segregate yourself. Look for a way to get plugged in. We've already talked about you expanding your network, learning other cultures. You should look for a way to fit into a community that is growing, a community that will be able to uh, protect your investment in the house that you are buying. Mark Twain says that you should get land because they're no longer making any more land. Stop waiting that you must build a house first in your country of birth before you have a house here. You can live in two places at the same time. I hope you are thinking the money that you invest here, you have access to it. Whatever you do out of this place, at times you may not be able to access it. Thank you so much for watching. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, God bless you. Stay tuned.